Volume One, Chapter Eighteen of Cats. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kate Sterner. Cats, their points and characteristics, with curiosities of cat life, and a chapter on feline ailments, by W. Gordon Stables, Volume One, Chapter Eighteen nursing vagaries the cat unlike most animals seems singularly exempt from the pains of parturition in sorrow shalt thou bring forth was never meant to apply to pussy in fact about this time she always appears jollier than at any other apparently looking upon the whole business as a capital lark a rather enjoyable practical joke my own cat muffy invariably gives due notice of the coming event by some of the most wonderful specimens of cantation i ever listened to in fact she becomes a small opera in herself chorus and all her song moreover is interlarded with little hysterical squeaks as if she were brimful of some strange joy and running over at the same time she lavishes more caresses than usual upon nero who, not knowing what to make of it, looks very foolish indeed. Cats Eating Their Kittens Numerous instances might be cited of cats eating their kittens as soon as born. These are curious examples of mistaken affection, and may be put down to a species of feline mania, somewhat analogous to that which is sometimes, though rarely, seen in human beings. Women in Siente have often curious tastes, as witness the lady whom nothing would please but a bite of a baker's shoulder. She had the bite and was satisfied. We trust the baker was. Or the princess who had her husband killed. She ate part of him and had the remainder salted for future consumption. A lady of my acquaintance, she was savaged, and lived in Lamu, on the east coast of Africa, had twins, a very little baby boy and a fat baby girl. I saw her some days after, squatting in front of her bamboo hut, singing low to her little son. "'But in the name of goodness,' said I, "'what have you got in the pot? French missionary?' "'No,' she said, exhibiting no sort of surprise at my question, for a dish of French missionary was by no means unknown in those parts. And she intimated to me that it was only the baby girl with whom she intended to feed the little baby boy, as he had not got fair play.' and so the majesty of justice was maintained. Cats are greatly sensible of the honour of maternity, and when deprived of their kittens, feel very wretched indeed. Under these circumstances they will nurse and suckle almost any creature. Cats Rearing Dogs A cat of mine a few years ago suckled and reared a beautiful Pomeranian dog. I thought at the time this was rather surprising but I should not be surprised now at anything a cat did. A gentleman, the other day, had a very nice fox-terrier bitch. The poor thing died, giving birth to a litter of four puppies. His cat, moreover, whose kittens had all been drowned a day or two before, immediately installed herself in the vacant bed and adopted the puppies. She proved a good mother to them and successfully reared every one of them. I know of another similar instance, where a cat was housemate with a rather valuable bitch. This bitch brought forth a litter of seven pups. The cat had five kittens at the same time. 
thinking that seven whelps were rather much for the bitch to rear four of pussy's kittens were drowned and two pups put to her instead but pussy peremptorily refused to have anything to do with them and persisted in that refusal until the expedient was tried of drowning the remaining kitten that brought the cat to her senses she took to her foster-children kindly enough and reared them this same cat afterwards suckled a puppy and a kitten at the same time one day she gave birth to her kittens in an outhouse and at once leaving them to shift for themselves she entered the dwelling-house and insisted on giving suck to the dog of her first adoption as he was now a full-grown dog and had a great regard for his own respectability he didn't see the fun of it pussy went after him nevertheless lying down in front of him and mewing piteously up in his face when to get rid of her importunities the dog went out she even followed him to the street and only ceased pestering him when her kittens were discovered and brought to her cat adopting her grandchildren a lady has two cats mother and daughter living in the same house with her the mother was of a quiet domesticated turn of mind and preferred fireside enjoyments to out-of-door sports but the daughter was quite the reverse she was a mighty huntress and it was no uncommon thing to see her coming waddling across the fields with a rabbit as big as herself in her mouth both these cats had kittens at the same time but the daughter seemed determined that nursing should not interfere with her hunting expeditions she was a strong-minded woman's rights sort of cat and was often scourging the country in pursuit of game when her poor little family were starving at home one day she went off as usual and was never seen afterwards alive her mangled remains were found a little way down the line where she had been run over by a railway train we were just about says the old lady to drown the little orphan kits when to our surprise we found that old grandmamma puss had adopted her ill-fated daughter's children and was nursing and tending them with the same amount of care and attention she bestowed on her own i know an instance where two cats resident in the same house had had kittens on the same day there being no chance of finding homes for so many they were all drowned with the exception of three now these two mother cats were wise in their day and generation no one cat they thought could nurse and suckle ten kits and it was equally evident that three kittens did not require the services of two cats so they concluded that the best plan would be to put the shattered remains of their two families your one kitty mrs tom and my two together in one bed and take turnabout in nursing them this was accordingly done and turned out to be a very satisfactory arrangement for all parties concerned for either cat could now go abroad when she pleased happy in the thought that nothing could go wrong at home nursing a hare a certain carpenter whom i knew had a cat which in due season as all cats will produced a litter of kittens which very cruel and thoughtless was the action were all drowned poor pussy mourned her offspring for days but she was a female philosopher that may seem a paradox but she was so she communed with herself on her bed at night thus my inhuman master has most unfeelingly slain all my pretty little babes and has not left me one but he cannot dry up the fountains of a mother's love which my heart runs o'er besides i'm taking the milk fever but behold day is gently breaking i'll seek the mountain and be it what it may i'll have something to love something to suckle me 
That day she found, or probably stole, a fine young hare which she nursed and reared as tenderly as if it had been one of her own kittens. Nursing Squirrels This is by no means uncommon in cats. They will rear them either alongside their own kittens or by themselves, and a very pretty sight it is to see. Squirrels thus reared make most delightful little pets. Nursing Chickens I know several instances of cats supplying the place of their lost kittens with a chicken. One cat, for example, had had all her offspring, it was her first litter, drowned. She went at once out into the courtyard where a hen was gathering crumbs to a large brood of chickens. One of these, Pussy, watching her chance, sprang upon and seized by the neck, and although hotly pursued by the enraged mother, managed to reach the house in safety and went straight to her own bed. Here she deposited the chicken, and lying down beside it commenced to sing, clearly intimating that she wished her little adopted one to have a drink. But unfortunately Chickie's mouth wasn't adapted for sucking, but it cowered beside her for warmth, and as there was plenty of crumbs on the kitchen floor, it did not want. So it became a sort of household pet, and when not eating, it was always cuddling down beside its funny foster-mother. I may mention here that next time this same cat had kittens, they were all drawn again. But this time she did a wiser thing. She found out that a cat belonging to one of the neighbors was the happy mother of three kittens which she had been allowed to keep. Off goes Puss to this neighbor's house, and having thrashed the mother to begin with, she kidnapped and carried home one of her family. Several times was the kitten taken back, and each time Pussy went and stole it again, and as she never failed to give the other cat a preliminary hiding, it was at last deemed most prudent to let her retain it. Miss G. is an old maid, and a great lover of cats and poultry. Once she had a cat nursing a litter of kittens, and one of the chickens in the yard being rather deformed and not thriving, Miss G. brought it and flung it to the cat, thinking it would be a great treat to her. It was a treat to her, though hardly in the way she expected, for Pussy commenced licking it all over, and forthwith adopted it, and nursed it along with her kittens. She continued to do so until it grew into a large, leggy, and withal rather ungainly hen, and the most ridiculous part of the business was that if at any time Tucky longed for the society of her fellow feathered creatures, Pussy went after her like a shot, and seizing her by the neck lugged her back into the house, and jumped with her into Miss G's bed, where her kittens were. A gentleman in New Deer also possessed a cat who reared a chicken to henhood. In this case the adopted chicken was nursed alone, Pussy's kittens having been drowned. This fowl's neck was actually crooked, with the cats carrying her about so much in her mouth, so she always held her head very much to one side, and was upon the whole a very ugly hen. We see, then, that chicken-rearing by cats does not give that amount of satisfaction which is desired. It might pay, though, if they could do the hatching, but cats at present cannot be taught to sit upon eggs. There is no saying what the future may bring forth, though, for a much more gifted animal will be the coming cat. I think the reader will now be prepared to hear of cats nursing hedgehogs. Yes, Three of those thorny little things were actually nursed, suckled, and reared lately by a cat belonging to a gentleman who is very fond of trying experiments of this sort. When they grew up, they were in good feather, 
They were very tricky and funny, but Pussy soon found out that they didn't stand correction well. If she lifted a paw to them, pooh, they were transformed into three round prickly balls before the blow fell, and Pussy's paw had the worst of it. Then the poor cat would look sulkily from one little ball to another, and turning about, walk off in disgust. But three pairs of bright beady eyes were keening at her from among the thorns, and before she had reached the fender, the little pigs were all unfolded and after her at the gallop. Round would wheel the cat, and up would roll the hogs again, and Pussy would seat herself in front, and keep them thus for an hour at a time, by gently tapping each ball as it attempted to unroll itself. Suckling Rats Some years ago there was a cat in Scotland, who, when three of her kittens were drowned, supplied their place by bringing in three young rats to make up the number. She must have known something of arithmetic, too, for when one of the little rats died, she went out and carried in another, still to have the number of five. But still another died, and probably she could not find any more, for she contented herself with nursing and tending the two remaining ones, along with her own two kittens. I never heard what eventually became of the rats. I don't think she would have eaten them. More probably they lived and grew, and went back as missionaries to their own people. End of Volume 1, Chapter 18 Recorded by Kate Sterner, Minneapolis, Minnesota